Hey guys, have you ever at the beginning of the year asked God for a word or an associated scripture as sort of an advance word of what may happen that year? I've been doing that for six years. I'm going to kind of talk about what it's been like and what's happened. You got to check it out. Welcome to the Kindling Fire. My name is Troy Mangum. God is preaching a sermon to the world through people's lives. People's experience, history, and testimonies all point to some amazing attribute of God that you too can experience. I interview revolutionaries, fire starters, and troublemakers. This podcast is here to be a voice of encouragement in your life. A voice that says with God you can and with God you will step into the abundant life. So let's get rolling. Hey everybody, I'm so excited. I got a new mic. I don't know if it makes any difference, but hopefully it does. Uh, it's pretty cool. I've, the old mic I've been using was just like old as dirt. And so I'm pretty stoked. Uh, today I'm uh, just going to be kind of sharing something that has been something I've implemented in my life for the last six years, and that's asking God for a word as you go into the year. Uh, I started actually praying this in the sort of December time frame, and then the Lord has been faithful in the last six years that every December, early January, He gives me a word for the year, and He usually gives me an associated scripture. So what's so cool about this show is, uh, first off, I was introduced uh, to the concept through John Eldridge, uh, and actually on his podcast, and they would talk about this practice they would do. So I started implementing it in my own life, and one of the things they didn't do on their show was kind of tell you what happened. Well, this show is basically going to be what has happened across the last six years? God has told me something at the beginning of the year, and then what happened at the end of the year? And so I'm going to be able to give you an examples of what God has done in my life when he does this. So hopefully we'll encourage you to, to start to use this practice. You may have heard of the word, I'm sorry, you may have heard of the book like One Word or something like that. And, you know, it was a little popular a couple of years ago, but I just keep doing it and it's been such a blessing. Um, and it's really exciting because it's a bit of a like mystery walking into the year like, oh God, you know ahead of time what's going to happen this year. And and I, it's sort of like this, if the Lord were to, to say to you, red car, then like the whole year I'm like looking at red cars and being like, huh, like I'm starting to notice red cars everywhere. And it's sort of like that, like when God gives me a word, it just kind of heightens my awareness uh, to maybe something he may be wanting to say to me that year to prepare me. Uh, the other thing that he's been so faithful in, and I can't say this is what God will do for you, but he's done it for me, is that most often he confirms, he, he speaks a word to me, and then he confirms it two times. So essentially it's three times he speaks to me something. And uh, I, I think there's some biblical significance to that, like completeness, or I don't even know. You can uh, message me on Instagram if you know the answer to that. Um, but, but it's been fairly consistent. And so I'm going to talk to you about these words. So let's go ahead and jump in. So we're going to start in 2016. And so I probably started that practice then, or at least I started documenting like what did I get and what happened. So the word that I got that year was goodness. And uh, he gave me a scripture. Uh, actually, I'm going to need my glasses. Uh, he gave me a scripture and he said, how great is the goodness stored up for those who fear you? Psalm 32:19. So at the time, um, there was no kindling fire. There was really nothing, and I had a lot of 
desire to write uh, revelations and things that God was teaching me, but I had really nowhere to do it. I didn't preach. I didn't speak. Like I didn't do anything. It just was bubbling inside of me. And so I w- got the inspiration to start something called TroyandKathy.com, which is my wife, his Kathy. And on the on there, I would just blog things that I would be, you know, kind of inspired by. And uh, it was really the beginning of me being able to be sort of public with some of my thoughts, and it was it was awesome. And so, at 2016, that's what happened. And what I love about the verse, and it was like one of my favorite verses, is how great is the goodness stored up for those who fear you. You know, if if we fear the Lord, the goodness that He has for us is is just so great. How great is the goodness God has for us? And so. Uh, I never knew that, you know, fast forward all these years later, I'm doing what I do now, and I'm in it. I love it. And so that's, to me, a sign of God's goodness. So the next uh, year was 2017, and God gave me the word appointed time. And the verse he used was Habakkuk 2.3, which was the revelation awaits for an appointed time. It will certainly come. Now, the thing that was so cool about that verse is many years prior, there was an African lady that uh, had attended our church, and she kind of pulled me and my wife aside and gave me this specific verse uh, in Habakkuk. And it's always, it was basically an encouragement, like the Lord knows um, you, and he knows the heart, your heart's desire and kind of the calling on your lives, but it waits for the appointed time. And so I've always had this sense from the Lord uh, that there would be a time when I would be, um, and my family would be kind of released um, kind of by the Lord to do even more ministry. Well, what was so powerful about that is a couple things. So that year, kin- the kindling fire started. So that's number one. Um, the appointed time to have a voice, if you will, that is reaching like well over 50 nations at this point. Um, you know, God released that uh, calling in me uh, to do it and inspired me that year. And uh, that kind of um, kind of trumped the, the TroyandKathy.com, and I kind of went with the kindling fire and kind of poured all my energies into that. Uh, but then there would be another time uh, post after 2017 in which we would be um, launching into even something else. So that was 2018. So going into 2018, we had been talking as a couple about uh, going into missions, and uh, it was a very serious decision, so we were talking about it for quite a while, actually all of 2017, and it really wasn't the time. That was not the year that God called us to do, do that. But in 2018, the word that he gave me was go, and um, and it, it, and it was sort of like he was saying, it's go time. This year, you're going. And at the beginning of the year, I didn't, you know, we didn't know we were going to be missionaries. We were just kind of talking, you know, and it wasn't like we were actually going to quit our job and leave everything. Uh, But the Lord said, go. And I remember Googling the word, and one of the very first (laughs) Google results that came back was uh, Keith Green's last sermon. And it was basically, God, Jesus commands us to go, and it was a call to missions. Um, and I had known about this sermon for many years. Keith Green was a, a kind of a prophetic uh, worship m- musician uh, in the late 70s and early 80s that God used powerfully with Youth with a Mission, actually. And so Jesus Commands Us to Go actually came from his inspiration that he had from Lauren Cunningham, who founded Youth with a Mission. And so that was like one of the confirmations God gave me. 
And then he also gave me a verse, which is Mark 16, 15, which is, go into all the world and preach the gospel. And so it was pretty clear that the Lord was saying, it's go time, and you need to commit and go. And that's what we ended up doing. So that was the year we left everything and became missionaries at age 50, which was just nuts, but awesome. Um, And so the next year, and so uh, at the beginning of the year in 2019, my wife and family and I were in um, the Cebu, Philippines, and it was in the one of the Middle Islands, and we were sick. Um, pretty much the entire team had gotten an amoeba, and so we all had dysentery. We all had like intense uh, stomach cramping, and uh, the place we were staying was was pretty uh, pretty. Um, kind of run down and and we were living in like a room that was probably no bigger than it was smaller than a hotel room like literally it was a bathroom and enough space for a double bed and a bunk bed and and that was it and there was like a little bit of space for like a wardrobe and that was all like i mean it was it was it was probably it's like closet size and uh my whole family was living together in that place. And um, it wasn't, you know, things were not going great. Um, we were doing a lot of ministry. We were ministering to a lot of uh, poor kids in the, in the, in the slums. And, um, and it was just, it was, it was just tough. Um, I, I didn't know how to describe it. It was just a tough time. It wasn't like we were, you know, just loving life. And, and so I was there um, kind of running out of money, uh, sick, and, uh, and I asked the Lord, I said, um, what's the word for the year? <laughs> and he said, abundance. And it was the most contrasting uh, word to where I was. And I remember where I was. I was sitting in this little gazebo, flies, uh, mosquitoes were eating me alive. And, um, you know, and it was just, you know, the whole team and our whole missions team and us as a family, it was just a tough time. And, and that's what the word was. And then he gave me uh, John 10, 10. I have come that you will have life and have it abundantly. So what happened that year? So within weeks of that word, we ended up leading another missions team. We took a subset of the team and we went to uh, a lower island in the Philippines. And the, the first day we arrived, they threw a dance party. And it was like the happiest, brightest, it was like the light of God was shining on that place, and it was just fun, fun, fun. The people that hosted us were fun. Everybody was in a good mood. God was moving, and it just was such a stark contrast. And all of a sudden, it started to buoy up all of our emotions, and we uh, we gotten physically better. And it just and then we started doing ministry, and God started blowing it up. Like we ended up seeing over two hundred fifty. Uh, salvations on that trip just with our little team of four families and it was amazing like I can't even tell you what a contrast it was and that was just within weeks of this word and and when we end up coming back uh, there were teams with our uh, YOM outreach that went to Uganda they went to Mexico and they went uh, and there was you know our team in the Philippines and then another team in the Philippines and when we all got back together like uh, about a probably six weeks later, um, our testimony was God was amazing. We all had a great time. Like we had smiles on our faces. It was amazing, and most of the other teams were like not as happy. <laughs> 
And I was like, man, God, you've been so good. So then we were, you know, ramping up our mission journey and and I was kind of, you know, really put my hope in in that we would become long-term missionaries and it just wasn't the time the Lord wasn't doing that. And I get a call like a, a couple days before we end up leaving uh, Kona, Hawaii to go back home and it was a call from a, a job recruiter uh, and they saw my profile, I guess, and they were hot to hire somebody very quickly, and they thought I kind of fit the bill. So I ended up doing a phone interview in Hawaii, and then I came back and did a, another interview, and they hired me uh, within, I think, 10 days. And when I ended up getting my, and they paid me what I used to get paid, and, and I remember getting my first paycheck and us running out of money, and it was such an amazing um, testimony of God's abundance. Um, I can't even describe. It was it was God's abundance, and um, and so anyway, uh, kind of leaning on that word. Uh, this will give you an example of kind of how words can shape you. So that year, the word for me was abundance, and I remember God. Um, uh, I was in that job. I was in that job for about four months, and I, and I kind of came to realize, you know, this is not the best fit for me. And it was uh, less than what I used to make. And I remember the Lord, I remember saying, God, you know, you spoke abundance over this year. And, uh, and so what I ended up doing ba- on faith is I said, Lord, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to seek to get another job. And I, and I kind of went back to a job that I told him that I wasn't interested in, in doing. And I kind of humbled myself and said, I'll, I'll do it. <laughs> like, is it still available? And they're like, yeah. And so in the process of interviewing for that job, there was another job I had no idea about that was a better fit. And they ended up saying, yeah, we think we'd like you for that. And then with faith, I said, uh, when I went into the kind of negotiations for the job, I asked for uh, what I used to make. Uh, and so they ended up meeting that. And so it was an abundance. Uh, that's the only way I can describe it. And so the Lord was very faithful uh, in that word to me that year. So 2020, the, the notorious year. So what was the uh, word going into 2020? So the word going into 2020 was focus. And I remember I had a lot of projects going on at that time, kind of work and and kindling fire and and I had the book kind of in process and there was a lot of stuff going on and um, and I really thought the Lord was saying hey you, I'm gonna guide you to focus on what to prioritize your time on like which one of these laundry list things do I want you to do but he shocked me and said I want you to focus on my face God's face instead of like his hand what are you gonna do for me it was just focus on my face and and that was the year that I got introduced to um, John Eldridge's pause app I've talked about this before and I actually did a whole show on this focus word uh, called focus and um, it, it I learned meditative prayer and it was for the first time I was just focusing on God's face and instead of asking him for a lot of things all I was doing was effectively letting go of things you know um, I let go of everyone and everything to you, and what else do I need to let go of? And all it was was just meditating on his presence and his face and and letting go of things. It was an amazing year. And then, you know, COVID hit, and the verse that God gave me for that was, Fix your eyes on Jesus, the author and perfecter of your faith, Hebrews 12, 2. 
And I did, man. That was an amazing year for me. I got so close to God that year. It was just incredible, and I absolutely loved it. So I do remember one of the ways that God kind of confirmed that word to me. So I was kind of feeling like the Lord was saying, focus, focus. And I ended up going out with a friend of mine uh, for chicken and waffles. And on the way there, I was driving and I saw this bumper sticker that just kind of caught my attention that said, Focus Church. And I was like, oh, that's that's cool. Like, never heard of that. And that's kind of my word. And I just kept driving, didn't think much of it. And then I'm sitting, uh, eating chicken and waffles with my friend. And uh, we're just, you know, having a good time, kind of catching up. And on his T-shirt, it says in big, bold letters, Focus Church. And I was like, okay, Lord, I got it, you know? <laughs> and so that was the way the Lord kind of highlighted and, and confirmed for me that word that year. And that, uh, yeah, so I don't, I'm going on and on about that. So what about last year? So what was the word for last year? And um, what did God do? So the word for last year was courage. And he gave me this verse, uh, John 16, 33, these things I've spoken to you so that in me you may have peace and in this world you will have trouble, but take courage, I have overcome the world. And so how did that play out last year? And so th- there was a couple things that happened that required courage. Uh, let's start with, with the podcast. I had quit the podcast in 2020, kind of feeling like maybe the Lord was leading me that way, uh, but I wasn't clear that you know god was in fact leading me that way and so uh i had to have courage to kind of come back to you guys and say guys i think i maybe got it wrong and relaunch the podcast another thing that took courage was to go public with my story in my book fatherhood face plants um, there was a lot of things that had implications for my family and my marriage and my kids and and so uh, there was a lot of courage required there um, to, to really launch that. And, um, and then I also launched a, a young men's ministry uh, that took courage. I pulled in all my friends, and we were going to go do something radical, which we did and are continuing to do in a, in a lesser way. But, but in 2020, or I'm sorry, 2021, we were doing these live events for young men with Hochoka men. Um, and then I think the thing that really stood out to me the most about courage in 2021 was I'd been really feeling like, and this is going to be an announcement, um, that the Lord was leading me to write again. And uh, because Fatherhood Faceplants was my story, um, you know, it was sort of like I kind of knew that story, right? I lived it. But could I write out of something that God kind of showed me and, and it not just all be my like my own story? And it was very intimidating to me. I, I just didn't, honestly, I didn't think I could do it. And, and the Lord just continued to encourage me, like, you need to write. And so I finally got, it took a lot of courage to write that first word. And by the grace of God, I did. And uh, I've been writing relatively slowly, but I have been writing on that book. Um, the title of the book is going to be Big Shoes. And you will hear more about it in the future. And that's all I'll say now. Um, so hopefully this encouraged you. Uh, this year, the Lord has also given me a word, but these are sacred. And I'm not going to share it with you because um, I got to kind of live it out this year. Um, but God has been so faithful to, con- to not only speak, but confirm it with to me a couple times. And uh, I'm doing this podcast to encourage you to say, hey, you know, try this practice in your own life. Ask God to speak to you a word and affirm and a scripture associated with that word 
or just a scripture for the year so that you can be really sensitized to something that like a theme that he might be doing in that season of your life. Uh, it's a fun practice. It doesn't really give you any sort of clarity. Honestly, uh, when the word comes, it, it's not like I've ever known what it meant. I've just been like, okay, and I've kind of accepted it by faith and kind of walked it out and kind of discovered along the way. And then I get to, at the end of the year, kind of look back and be like, oh, that was that was that about. And uh, that's been so fun, you know, having clarity kind of hindsight is twenty twenty, if you will. Uh, but but take courage, you know, d- be courageous, you know, try it out, walk by faith, see what happens. Uh, it really does become, uh, it kind of makes for a fun year in seeing sort of like how God might be, be guiding you in that way. So that was it. That was all I wanted to share. I hope you guys uh, have an amazing day and as always, be awesome. Hey guys, thanks for listening to the podcast. Hey, if you did like it, it would be really helpful if you want to send us a review over on iTunes. That would be really cool. And if you want to connect, go over to Instagram, search Troy Mangum or The Kindling Fire, and we can connect there. And that would be a great way to kind of stay in touch. I am doing a YouTube channel, so we do video formats of these podcasts, and we'd love to have you look there. Okay, guys, until next time, be awesome.